We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I used to love one bear as well because they'd make your spit really gooey and you could do that thing where you no. get the, you can get the spit out of your mouth say, and, and you suck it back go, up. I know, babe. I went to school as well. There used to be some of the lads who could do that to the floor and they used to be able to touch the ground and then they'd slug it back up into their mouth. I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> Has anyone checked in on them? I wonder how they're doing because that spit was touching the ground like and then they sucked and it in back. in a school environment. And they sucked it back into their mouth. Sorry, but they... But, like, give me a wambar now, I'm going to get one after this. I think I'm going to get a wambar. Yeah. Hey, girlies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to... I'm Grandmam! Woo! Okay, girlies, I'm sitting here with the UK's hottest fitness influencer, Kevin Toomey. <laughs> Off the back of his first spinning class. Are we talking about it? How are you feeling? Oh, I love you to bits. I didn't know we were going to talk about it. Girls, last week, Kevin launched his first spinning class in oh. London. Peloton who? Joe Wicks who? Literally. Found Rodding. Jane Fonda who? Jane, well, no, we love Jane. But you'd cycle her under the table, babe. Jane, if you're listening, you can come to my class any day, doll. I was so proud of you. So, for those who don't know, Kevin's a spinning instructor. It's not like he doesn't talk about it every episode. <laughs> And he launched his no, spinning class. No, it's not my personality, I wouldn't say. No, but like... Also, I don't even have it in my bio. I feel like a lot of people don't know. And actually, when I put out the class, people are like, what, sure. you teach spin? Okay. Yeah, so I don't feel like I plastered across So he launched there. his first class, IRL, in real life, <laughs> and called it Pure Ride. Pure so Ride. funny. And I've positioned it as London's sweatiest and sexiest spin class. Have you? That's I, yeah, I kind of did that in the I did that in the description and I was like it's a bit weird calling my own spin class sexy but I was like actually it's a state of mind no it was sexy it was pure sexy wasn't I it I was just so proud of you Joe when you're oh. like you see your best friends just like thriving 
Oh, that, it was just so lovely to see. I'm gonna tuck in my hat, but I think is it the second coffee? I of think the day? it's the second. Girlies were on the coffees today, as opposed to the tea. We need it. We're working, girls. You are too cute. But also, girls, it was my first spin class, and when I say I was going in there, negative, right? I was hungover. You were. I was hanging. out for a few drinkies the night before. Kevin didn't go because he wanted to be fresh. Yeah. But then I like was like I have to go support, so I got there, and then I was like. Okay, I'm going to be dead in this because it's cardio. But I loved it. You see, you actually Call did. me converted, babe. Call me the Irish who took the soup back in the famine because I'm converted. Can I say <laughs> you that? You use that. No. I don't think we are. You were actually... You were fat. I was good, wasn't I? For a first-timer, uh, losing I your spin virginity. Like, uh, like, I was pretty advanced, right? You were pretty advanced. She was on the beat. But the so thing is, it's beat riding. I do rhythm riding. Let's call a spade a spade, girls. You're dancing on a bike. You're dancing on a bike. But also, I want to say, absolutely adored it, right? Because it was like a class full of people who like really wanted to be there. And they were coming. Yeah. And there was a load of Irish there as well. So I was like buzzing. But All the girlies who listen to the podcast were there. Everyone welcome. There was even a girl from, where was she from? Not Casablanca. <laughs> where was she from? Is Casablanca a real place? Was it? Yeah, I Casablanca. It was Anyway, yeah, is it just a film? Anyway, no, definitely a where was she from? Stupid. She was from somewhere hot anyway. It wasn't Casablanca. <laughs> is Casablanca not real? Oh, I think it probably is Casablanca. real. Casablanca. Anyway, it was just the best time ever. But I want to say, it wasn't like the standard spin class. I, I felt like I was doing stand-up on a bike. You were, That's babe. what it was. I was like, I just felt the pressure to be like, on oh, now, still at a screen. But I was like, this is a gig. I'm... I'm working for the dollar here. The girls paid for a spin class, but they got a show. They got a show. Now, I will say, and I'm not sure if this is against GDPR, but when people were signing up, me shooketh. Not one lad's name on, on the list. It was it, only you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's because it sold out in like 13 minutes, babe. Oh, we're going <laughs> to put that in there. Now, also, I don't think it, I don't think it did. I think I might have got that wrong because there was a girl there. She said she booked in on the Thursday and I, and people are booking in on the Wednesday. No, but there was loads of people signed. Like, you filled it really quickly. Yeah, I filled it really you're quickly. Going to do, you're doing another class, now, right? Now, it's going to be a consecutive thing. I'm going to do it. I want to say more Sundays because the thing is, ultimately, if I'm hanging, I'm hanging. But also, I was saying to you, is it the type of thing... I could do when I'm hanging. Well, I went in there, and girls, you know me, I love to drink. And I went in, I was hungover. <laughs> Afterwards, sweated it out. I was you fresh as out. a daisy. You sweated out. And the thing is, I wouldn't typically do like a standard spin class with like randomers if I'm hanging because I did it before, right? And one time the music cut out, and I remember just standing there in front of a silent <laughs> room, and I was just like, everyone hates me. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, my friends hate me. These people who I don't know hate me. And yeah. I was like, I just wanted to put down the laptop and leave. It was so nice to see all the girlies as well who listened to the podcast oh in my real God. life. It was so lovely. And I was just like, oh my God, because I was like, the attention was definitely on you, but I was getting I a bit it. of it then because they were like, oh my God, never knew PJ be here. And I was like, well, girls, you couldn't get all the spotlights. But I was the one with the mic. Yeah. How brilliant. And yeah. you were silenced in the corner. <laughs> I loved it. And then you'd be trying to say stuff and I'd be like, what was that? Nobody heard you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but girls, if you ever get the opportunity to go pure ride, I de- definitely recommend. Now, are you going to sing all the songs every week? <laughs> like, I, I enjoyed this. 
But I don't think your voice can have <laughs> to be. That's the thing. The thing is, right, I think I, I wouldn't... I would always sing a certain amount in spin class. But <laughs> then because month. I was there and I felt like there was this pressure to keep it going. So I remember we were doing the hill and I was like, I hate this part right here. No, I was, in my, feel, I was in my feelings for that one. I got very emotional I got for very I emotional. hate this part. Yeah, me too. But it's an emotional song, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, girlies, same time next week, every Sunday... Sexy, sweaty, pure ice. Pure ice. <laughs> That's not as fun as <laughs> Thanks so much for bringing it up, though. Because no. I wasn't going to... It would be weird if I was like... I um, know, we had talked... It's a huge life achievement. Love you to bits. What else has been happening? What else has been happening? We need to issue a public apology because otherwise <laughs> yeah. Roy Keane's lawyers are going to come for us. Basically, <laughs> we're so thick. It's me, babe. It's me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Drag. I said it too. Yeah. Yo, you did. Okay. I think I initiated it. We were both thick. Okay, that's why I feel way better. So basically, on last week's pod, we ran about Roy Keane, the icon that is, right? And we used that for our teaser on social. And we said that Roy Keane was like the Naomi Campbell of Ireland. We still stick we to still that. We still stick to that. That's still true. We're, we're sticking to our guns. But we said that he kicked a boot at Mick McCarthy. Redacted, redacted, redacted. redacted. <laughs> because my brother got in touch. Screamed that as my brother, by the way. And he was like, no, that wasn't him. That was... Sir Alex Ferguson. Don't, don't know why I called him Sir. <laughs> Wait, everyone calls him it's Sir. It's Sir, yeah. Oh, it's Sir Alex. Yeah, he's a Sir. That apparently it was Sir Alex Ferguson True kicked at, a David Beckham. at David Beckham. But I was skitting that it took Kevin's hetero brother to message us because all the girlies were just like, oh my God, yeah, he is a ride. All the lads listening were just like, oh my God, yeah, yeah what a ride. And then it was just one person was just like, oh no, wait, that didn't happen. But why was it that myself and yourself who don't know an awful lot about football, thought it was Roy King kicking the boot at Mick McCarthy. Can I just say one thing? Mandela. 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 That's Mandela. That's Mandela. And some of the girlies probably thought as well, because they weren't jumping in the comments being like, no, 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 no. It's Mandela. That's Mandela. Oh my God. That's madness. <laughs> anyway, Roy. I got a my shoulder there. Is we're it sorry. <laughs> Roy, we're sorry Roy, that so we sorry. said you threw the boot. But we're not sorry that we called you a daddy, because you are. Because you are. You're so sexy, Roy. Also, also, isn't Roy kind of a pure sexy name? Isn't yeah. it when you think about it, Roy? Yeah. Why am I just thinking of Roy Cropper from Carrie? Anyway, I feel like because Ireland's so small and because Cork's so small, someone definitely knows Roy, right? I think um, people were commenting under the teaser being like, look at them talking about our cousin, ha-ha. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, if you're listening and you know him, ask him would he come on, just have a chat and to set this record straight because I think <laughs> what we were getting confused was we looked into it. Well, my brother actually messaged me this bit as well. Apparently, there is some drama between Roy and Mick McCarthy in Saipan. Okay. So basically, they were at some, it was some tournament again. Lads, oh. if football is like this, it's like the Real Housewives. There's so much drama. I'll get into it if the drama persists. But do you remember, do you remember Footballers Wives on TV? No. Do you remember Footballers' Wives? Now, it was kind of filth and there was a load of sex and it was like all the lads were pure hot. And Sounds like a bit of me. It was one of the things you'd watch like close to the telly ready to okay, flick off in case your parents okay. came in. But that was drama. But it was kind of, a lot of it was the focus on the wags. Oh, I love Which that. obviously I was living for. <laughs> yeah. And I was living vicariously through them at age nine apparently. I wanted to be a wag at age nine. Oh my God. I was so close to putting it down. You know those workbooks you do in school and they're like, what do you want to be? <laughs> a wag. <laughs> me a wag. I still do want to be a I wag. S- I'd happily be a wag. Hope I can't play football though. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. No, I don't know. I've never actually played a game of football with Jose. He could be very he good. He could be stunning at I'd it. Say he'd be good on goal. I was just going to say goalie. Yeah, I don't know why. Huge hands. Dancer. No, not really. Yeah, but reflexes. Reflexes, yeah. 
<laughs> Me scraping. <laughs> you scraping. Well, basically, yeah, apparently, uh, Roy and Mick had some drama. Yeah, some drama. Apparent. Apparently, Roy wasn't too happy with the training facilities. Okay. And kind of called Mick out in it. And I think there was some kind of... Sexual tension. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm going to get myself... Kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. There was a kerfuffle of sorts. And yeah. I think they had a bit of a falling out. And Roy, if you want to come on and Clear maybe discuss air. it in... Spill the tea. Yeah. If you want to come and spill the tea, Roy... Come and spill Come it. Come and spill the tea. Anyway, I was screaming because there was one girl who commented underneath the post and she was like, I had the Roy Keane Irish Guy Dogs calendar when I was younger and honestly it was like softcore porn. I, I was, was screaming. screaming. That's the one thing I would say about everyone who listens to the podcast yeah. is that they're all hilarious. They're all a scream. And when they like message us funny shit, I'd be screaming. I love it. I just sometimes yeah. be just sitting down going through the DMs going, this is funny. <laughs> one thing I do want to bring up as well in this episode is... I want to tackle your pineapple addiction. Shut up. I don't know how I feel about it. I just, I eat fruits. You eat pineapple. And watermelon. And watermelon, to be fair to you. I've had a banana today. Did you have a banana today? I just like my five a day, girls. Well, I love my fruits as well. No, I have been on the pineapple as of late. you have been. It's just lovely. Yeah, but the thing is, you eating it, the noise, first of all. Also, secondly, when I do see you eating too much fruit, I do like... I do have a nervous breakdown and I have to reevaluate my life and I'm like, am I like seriously deteriorating health-wise? Because I'm like, when no. was the last time I ate a piece of fruit? But that's just something that it's like... It's really refreshing in the sun. It is refreshing, definitely in the sun. I love being on holidays. Like, I wouldn't eat a peach from one end of the year to the next. Yeah. There's nothing better than going down to the supermercado when I'm on holidays and picking up a few peaches, Fresa, a few fresh peaches. And you know what I mean? And just, mm. they're, they're so refreshing on Hans, aren't Fruits they? Fruits on Hans just hit different. It and does. It, I'm telling you now, if you ever go to the Philippines, girlies, or if you do you just need to go there just to have the mangoes. <laughs> the mangoes Gorgeous. in the Philippines are like eating the sun. But you, you wonder why all the kids run around Spain, Italy, France, they're all visions of health. Because the fruits over there, I say they get them directly from the backyard. I love when you say fruits. Fruits? I think... Fruits. <laughs> is it not fruits? I don't know. I always say fruit. You can, if fruit is plural, but I think if it's... So you'd, if two bananas would be two pieces of fruit. Yeah. But I think when it's a load of different ones, it's fruits. I made that up. That's my rationale in my head and I'm sticking with it. It sounds plausible. Is it fruit or fruits, girlies? Let fruit us know. or fruits slide into the DMs. But anyway, I'm not addicted to pineapple, but I am loving it as of late. And one thing I wanted to approach with you, because um, I don't need it personally, um, I want to open up the discussion. Does it change the flavour of your semen? I think that's like an urban legend, right? Is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. It does make it go further. <laughs> I think. That's my theory. No, chaos. We can't be talking about that. Don't tell mam girlies. Don't tell mam girlies. Check it out. We're going to do some research in relation to ejaculation and diet and come back to you on Don't Tell Mam. Now, we might need a few... We might need a few... um, Kevin will need a few volunteers (laughs) Because we obviously need to do, like, a a good sample size. Yeah, we can't do a test pool of one. We can't, and we need a control setting. Yeah, so so lads who are ready for the experiment and available in the London area slide into the DMs. Cut or uncut... No. We need to stop. Stop, 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 stop Very don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mom. Get on the Patreon to hear this content, Sorry. <laughs> and that's clickbait, early. <laughs> right, time for the theme. Time for the theme. I'm trying new ways to get into the theme. <laughs> You're so subconscious, I can tell. The theme for this week is... Summer camps. Alexa, 
Play We Rock from Camp Rock. Oh, hook it to my veins. Oh. We rock by cast of Camp Rock from Spotify. Give it to me now. Let's Remind go, me Demi. to tell you about my experience in the musical. Oh. Very drop the shoulders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it 18? Air guitar girls. We rock. We rock. We rock. Hands rock. in the air. Is that it's air guitar. Punch the air. Come as you are. You're a superstar. Pocket and you know. The Jonas Brothers. You're rockin' rollin'. I thought every performing arts summer camp I was gonna do was gonna Literally. be camp rock. <laughs> and they kinda do live up to expectation a smallly bit. Really? The ones I've been to. Well, I can't wait to hear. Everybody. I don't know the words. I don't know the words. Is this the right one? We rock on. Alexa? Stop. Now, do you think the Rolling Stones are like, what the fuck is that? That's not rock. You know what I mean? Is it not rock though? I know my rock and that sounds a lot like rock. I want to say. Well, like the actual rock bands are probably like, what, what do you mean fuck? we rock on? Do you know what? So basically, Tralee, I want to say, Choral Society or someone were putting on this show, right? Years ago, right? And... I was meant to go down and do it. I auditioned for it originally because I was like, well, it's an opportunity to perform. I want to do it. And there was a few of us from Cork who went down to do it. Did the auditions. In Kerry. In, in Kerry, right, in Tralee. Oh. And like, they were like, we'll put you up in like, um, what? some summer accommodation, right? And I was like, this is going to be amazing. Cut to me anyway, being in the car on the way down the first day. Me, wrecked tired. I hate long drives. Me like this. <laughs> Wrecked right from the journey, right? <laughs> a and long drive down to Tralee is about an hour and a half. No, Tralee. The thing is, Killarney's here. Okay. Tralee's ages away from that again, and okay. I'm sure where we were rehearsing was even farther out. But I remember being like this, and you know when you're just wrecked and you're cranky, and I was like, do, I was like this thing, like after <laughs> after doing the auditions, I was like, pure like sleepy, right? And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> And like the thing is I wasn't going to be down there like seven days a week so I'd have to like go up and do it a few times and I was like I'm not cut out for it so I had to ditch it. Now went to see it then and supported obviously. So you didn't like did everyone else do it except you? Everyone else did it. You just goes I can't be doing that. The thing is I think they all thought I was the biggest diva right because that was the second time I'd actually dropped out of a show because I was like nah. Basically right they were doing a performance of fame down in Mallow. Yeah. Right. I was in transition here. I was like I was a time to dedicate to it. Stunning. Again and I was like buzzing because I was like I love fame as well right. Me too. Like stunning right. We had done the auditions, got cast in it, and then I was like, Mallow's such a trek as well. Mallow's so far away. You'd think Mallow's kind of close because it's core. Yeah. The thing is, like, by the time you'd be getting to rehearsals, you'd be wrecked. Basically, girlies, don't expect Kevin to commute. It sounds like I'm being unprofessional, but, like, I mean, if they arranged a driver, <laughs> if they arranged a driver for me, I'd have been down there and back. But the thing is, like, it was... It was just way too much of a commitment. I don't know how you gave up not being in Camp Rock, though, because that know. film was iconic the back thing in is, the day. When we went to see it then, right, like, me and everyone in the performing arts school, like, went to see it, right? Yeah. And we went down, and I remember I was kind of seething. Yeah. And you know when you see people having a laugh on stage, and, like, and then people would be clapping, and I was pure, like, not even clapping. I was like, no, this is even good. <laughs> but I don't know, I just, oh, I really should have done it, but I'm glad I didn't. That film came out back before um, Nick Jonas got hot, right? Before any of them got hot, right? Well, none of them really are except him. It's just Nick is the really hot guy, yeah. isn't he? It was definitely before he was hot because 
I don't think I even watched the movie in its entirety. The one thing I would say is we all stood by and watched <laughs> as Demi Lovato broke their knees for that film. Why were they always in this, like, inverted squash? Demi always had the knees in. But is it because... Is that more rock? That's more rock, it is, is it? isn't it? Because... Turned out it's pop. <laughs> Demi takes it in. It's rock. It's like, you know, when Tyra does... Pop Liedem. <laughs> what did she do? Top and she Madden. says... But she's like... It's like, hope, but make it fashion. But make it fashion. And she comes in. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, pop, but make it rock. Poor Demi, though. Poor Demi. Now, they can definitely sue for the knees because... The patellas are broken. The patellas are gone. The patellas are non-existent. And the thing is, I remember I used to be mortified in dance college... When there was a mention of floor work, I'd be running for the knee pads and they'd always be like, look at your man running for the knee pads, doll. My knees. I want longevity in this career. That's the thing, girls. The knees are like a flaw in the human body. I they think. are really. Like they all, God was like, oh my God, let's give them elbows, but let's make the elbows carry the whole weight of their fucking body. How does it work? It doesn't work, girls. The human body is an amazing thing. <laughs> Except for the knees. <laughs> Except for the knees. Name one person whose knees don't hurt them. Yeah, I know. I'll wait. Now, and my mum as well is a fine example of it. Bionic knee. Bionic woman. You know what I mean? Because the knees were bad from doing all the work. No, we stand an upgrade. <laughs> no, she's definitely Christina Aguilera bionic. Also, justice for bionic by Christina Aguilera. <laughs> How did it flop ahead of its time? Anyway, summer camp girls were talking summer camp. Summer camps take my two favourite things in the world and combine them. They're taking summer and they're taking camp and I just love it. It's a combination of both. But also summer camps are camp in the summer. Summer camps are characteristically camp. Because of the summer. Yeah. They wouldn't... It, think of it. Winter camps wouldn't work. No. Or would they? They probably could. Is it something we could tap into? Anyway, the schools are out in Ireland, girls. And all the kids are set free and yeah. wrecking their parents' head. How did... First of all, our parents do it. But secondly, how did we do it? We woke up every morning... I was going to say in shows violence. We woke up every morning for... Two months when we were in primary school and three months when we were in secondary and before the times when we were old enough to have like part-time jobs and had nothing to do for three months. We were going Literally. off our game, weren't we? You'd be pure trying to find things to do that yeah. night. Uh, you would never do as an adult. You would never do. You like, would never ever do. We used to just like always like go to like the fields and just be sitting in the fields You'd go for to the, the fields. I remember like my friend Aaron, he did trampoline. We used to be bathed from going on the trampoline. And then if Aaron wasn't home, we'd all be stressed because we were like, what are we going to do without the trampoline? The trampolines were like the pandemic of Ireland back in the early 2000s when everyone got one. No, they're, they're the height of Celtic tiger. Literally notions. Chaos, aren't they? And as well, no one's talking about that they're just electrocuting kids all over <laughs> Ireland. Like, do you ever go on, on a sunny day, go on a trampoline that have the protective oh netting? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might yeah, as well yeah. just run head first into a, le- a live electric wire. The static shocks. Yeah. Yeah, they are, and it's because it's when you mix the socks in with it. I used to always terrify people on the trampoline because I was way bigger than all the other kids, yeah. right? So say, you know, like one of the small, one of my smaller friends, like jumping in the middle, if I like got really excited on the trampoline and jumped with them, sure, they'd be 10 feet in the air, the poor creators nearly They'd be died. getting catapulted into the neighbour's garden. The man's like, oh, is PJ coming over? Okay, make sure you take turns jumping now. Make sure you're telling the trampoline's broken, he can't go on it. 
But what is to be said for all the like abandoned trampolines out in the back gardens? You know, for those like young kids and teenagers who've grown up now and aren't going on the trampolines, I can't see the parents just like ordering a skip for the trampoline. I feel like they're, the only time they get used now is when the mams after a few too many pinos <laughs> and they go, come on girls, we go on the trampoline for the lamb. They probably saw a bit of action in the height of lockdown, oh, didn't they? Oh, definitely. But I remember as well, like, because I two older brothers, I wasn't a troublemaker, like, the older two definitely were, especially Shane, I want to say. But I remember I used to be, like, just pulled into the antics, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I used to always be thinking, oh my God, if we get caught, like, ma'am, you know what I mean? And ma'am will be shamed. Like, so, like, obviously, like, there was, like, runaway knocks and stuff, right? Yeah. And then because it was, like, my two older brothers and, like, we used to think we were pure cool when we hung around with, like, them the and their days. friends. And, like, I was, like, the connection kind of getting us in there. So then, like, my brothers kind of had me in the palm of their hands. So they were, they'd, like, make me be the one to do the runaway knock. And there was this fella in the park. I don't want to say his name. But, so, there was, like, kind of glass panelling next to the door. It sounds very fancy. It wasn't really. Yeah. But you could see the baseball bat that he'd keep next to the door to chase us. So, we used to love it. Like, we used to go around, like, looking for chases. Well, I didn't so much. But that's the worst thing you can do. Like, top tip, girlies, if there's loads of youths doing knock-knock one away in your gaff. Don't give them attention. Don't entertain it. Because that's why they keep knocking at your gaff. Because you're screaming and shouting at them and giving them that adrenaline rush. Exactly. If you just don't answer the door. That's the thing. You just need to like let them do it for a while and then they'll go tired of it. Or put like um, a sprinkler in your front yeah. garden. And then when they <laughs> knock on your door, just turn on the sprinklers. If you're a youth and you're listening and you're getting ideas, stop it now. <laughs> turn off the Also, podcast. you shouldn't be listening to our podcast yeah. if, you're, if you're not of age. Yeah, probably you shouldn't, right? But that's why summer camps are important girlies so important summer camps a next level nostalgia like. oh completely because the parents just want to get rid of their kids because like you don't want them hanging around the gaff or you don't want them hanging around the streets and getting up to all, all sorts but that's it and what it is as well because a lot of the summer camps that we were going to like I wouldn't say any of them are terribly expensive it's kind of cheap childcare oh yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean that is basically glorified babysitting summer camps well when I got older and when I was like teaching at like singing, acting and dancing summer camps, yeah. I realised very quickly, I was like, I'm not here to teach any of these disciplines. I'm here to look after kids and to make sure that they don't kill each other. Literally. You what, know what I mean? Did you, where did you teach? I can't say the name of the school, right? <laughs> what type, what category of summer camp? It was glorified childminding. It was like, we couldn't get through any of the work because it was, all, all the kids were well, running around. Like, were you ramping. teaching sports? Was it performing it was arts? Pre- well, I was hardly teaching sports, Dan. But it's performing arts, right? But I yeah. remember. But I kind of, I kind of loved it at the same time, even though we weren't doing work. So a lot of the kids who are coming to these camps weren't your typical stagey kid, right? Because one thing I will say for the stagey kids, right, and who are going to uh, like dance classes and acting classes, they are very well disciplined. Yeah, because they know how it runs. They know how it runs, and especially if your child is on like ballet training, I have to give a shout out to the ballet girls. <laughs> Their discipline is immaculate. They're always the most boring, though. <laughs> They're not? They Think of Molly. No. Me, the biggest crack no, of Molly. The, the sm- young girls who do ballet and then go to the summer camps are always pure, swatty, boring. No, but it's pure, like, it's pure like Amish in the city. No, I hate You know what them. I mean? By I the used time, to hate it's rum springer for the like, ballet girl, girls. Can you let the bun down and relax? Like what? We're, we're taking a hip hop class. No, but I loved it. I loved Relax it from the spine, hun. But I remember when I was teaching at these camps, like because as well, you have to realise I started teaching when I was around maybe nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. Okay. So like I was spending my summers then like drinking, right? Yeah. So most of the time I'd be rocking up hungover, right? <laughs> and I used to be able for anyone. Yeah. So then I was, it was the best thing ever because there wasn't really any set agenda. You had to do a show on the Friday, right? But no matter how much you drilled it in, same. 
no one had a clue anyway. the lyrics some of them now you get the odd person who was quite talented and they'd be able to do the dances or whatever but I used to love just going in and i just go right talent show <laughs> you know I was hung over teaching the camps when I called for a talent show I feel like all like like drama and dance and singing teachers do that nowadays if yeah. they're not able they just say talent show and the kids would light Oh. Really? They love it. All they want is a chance to perform. That's Sean. all they want. They just want a bit of spotlight. And you know what? I can't blame them because I was that kid. I wanted the spotlight. And I remember there's one girl in particular, right? And this will probably give away what year it was. What year was Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe? I don't know. Anyway, there's one girl. Now, this girl, I say, I just started speaking that summer. But she was adamant about doing singing, right? Maybe okay. she might have been speaking longer. What age did she start speaking? Like she's two. about five. She's about five anyway, right? Four or okay, five. She was speaking a while, babe. She's speaking a while, but like the fun, when I say we'd get her up to sing, call me maybe. So she did a the talent show on the Tuesday, right? I had her up singing it the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Now she was all for it as well. She come up and asked me, could she do it? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, one second. Why is it hilarious? It oh. not just hilarious, iconic. Now she was really? only so, babe, babe, babe. When I say like. Next level. Pop so she got now missing every other word, right? <laughs> and they would just be like, I just met you, right? <laughs> Matey, right? But we used to, but the kids used to be loving it. Really? It used to be like, it used to get them all going it in the morning. Rally the troops. You know the way they'd be a bit like, they come in, they'd be a bit like Rex. tired because they'd just be after waking up and, you know, they're tired from the day before. Yeah. She'd come in, I'd be like, we'll say, Ashling, will you do, will you do us, will you do your cake? Start us off right at. She'd run up and I remember it just, it saved me. Brilliant. I wonder how she's doing now because she's a superstar. I feel like she could be the next, like, Miley. I see her, I was going to say West End, but I think you're right. She probably is a bit more rock. Yeah, I think she's more rock. She was also, she was a, like, you know those kids who just know what's going on? Yeah. And she'd come up and she'd be telling me hilarious stuff that's happened. Brilliant. Or like some, no, like uh, one of the lads would be whinging and she'd be like looking at me and she'd be like, oh, he's wrecking everyone's head. Because I was teaching uh, summer camp school and you always have your favourites, like. You always have the favourites, you always, can't help it. And it's always the one, like, and it's not necessarily the most talented ones. No. Because like some of the most talented ones know they're talented and that made me hate them. Yeah, that, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was the ones that were okay and then also kind of hilarious. Yeah, those were the ones they're that the were ones, great. And that was me and you when we were younger. It so. was the ones that wouldn't tell their mams. The shit was, that was going on. The shit that was going on. If you cursed in the class, they'd like be you cursed, yeah. They'd be laughing and yeah. they're the kids you want. Now, obviously I wasn't doing that too much, caveat. Or was I? I, I was, don't know. Because I, I, I'm so... I just stopped teaching kids because I wouldn't stop cursing in front of them. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, for fuck's sake, lads. And then they'd be like, oh, you're not allowed to curse. And I'm just like, no, just don't tell your mum, like. And then they'd be like, oh, shit. And then they'd be like, oh. And they'd be like, ah, lads, get over it. Well, I had war with two girls. This is when I was living over here. I used to teach um, musical theatre on a Saturday, right? Yeah. In Essex. And I remember these two girls, and pure Essex girls, and they were like coming in. Now, teenagers, like, should I love them? And I'm going on as if, like, I was ready to knock them out. But two girls, they always came in, they'd be laughing at me when I'd be, like, demonstrating stuff oh, and things. No. They wouldn't be up for doing anything, they'd be laughing at other people. And I remember I just pulled them one day, and I was like, girls, do you have any other hobbies? And they were like, what? And I was like, do you have any other hobbies? I said, because you're wasting your parents' money. I goes, would you not be better off? And I said, I'm saying this like from the heart because I was like, it makes no difference to me whether you rock up each week or not. I goes, would you not do swimming or would you not go and do horse riding or something instead of wasting your... Because they're wasting the parents' money. I'm dead. Now, I got called in then by the head of the school. Were they crying? Oh, they told their mum and dad straight up. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, did I lie? And I was like, did, did I they... fucking lie? <laughs> did I lie? <laughs> that was Nicky. Nicky Minaj. Nicky Minaj. <laughs> 
It's so funny as well. I before I went to England the yeah. summer before, I ran my own summer camp. I know, babe. I'm sure I flyered for it in town. Yeah, you pulled me into flyer for it. What was it called? The Courier Clinic Kids or something? And we were going around wearing snapbacks in town. Yeah. So basically, I was like, "Oh my god, do you know what makes loads of money? Summer camps. Summer camps. Do you know what I need? Loads of money to go to London. I sent one of the kids who was coming to my summer camp for a week to your one. But sorry, now name a more iconic summer camp where they got the top level dance training. Mm-hmm. We played loads of fun games. And I created and edited a concept video for them at the end oh, that they could take that? home. Yeah. Oh, well, that's iconic. We shot a, a music video, like. Stunning. No. They, I was like, God, you have to be dedicated. This isn't like any other summer camp. You're all talented. Me hyping them all off. Yeah. They were all unreal. I wish I could find that video. I wish you could as well. What summer camps did you do when you were younger that you were obsessed with? So, there was loads of different summer camps when we were growing up, right? Yeah. And I went to such, like... A broad range of them. Yeah. But the one that sticks out in my mind that we did every summer was the Kit Kat Tennis Club. You loved your tennis. And I talked, spoke about this a small bit before. Yeah. It was on in the manky court of the road for me. There was glass bottles from Lance drinking there at the weekend, <laughs> but we sweeped them up. But I was talking to Lindsay about it the other day, right? So basically, there wasn't a Kit Kat in sight, which was very weird. What was the Kit Kat? But the thing is... All those, like, bars... Were sponsored by... sugary drinks. They just sponsored the kids' camps. Yeah, to make it seem like they're healthy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. But we had no, no Kit Kats, which obviously, as a small chubby child, I was very <laughs> sad that there wasn't any you Kit wanted Kats. A Kit Kat they lured me in with the Kit Kat. You didn't want the regular Kit Kat, you wanted a Kit Kat Chunky. Actually, you know what you're saying is, I think I got a Kit Kat Chunky last day. <laughs> like, as like a thank you. See, we used to do the ones that they had in school, right, over the summer, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember I was a bit allergic to it because I was one of those kids... Who I started school when I was five as opposed to four. So I'd have been one of the oldest in my class okay. the whole time. So then when it came to the summer camps, they always like bumped me up with the olders. I remember being like, what? So you couldn't go with your friends? No, they used to bump me up to the other oh, groups. No. And I remember being like, what is this? So I used to kind of resent them a small bit. And I remember like, I used to talk to anyone at those camps, like literally nobody. And I remember I see my brother who was at it throughout the day and I'd literally be like, oh, and I'd be like, this is the best thing ever because I hadn't spoken all day. And I'd be running up to him to chat about him. The only redeeming feature of those summer camps, I remember, was, did your mum used to jazz up the lunches for the summer camps? I'd be getting to way show more. But kind of show up, of, I think it's because it was summer. So like, I remember there always being like a wagon wheel and a bottle of, remember Score. Score. Where is score? I think they had to take it off the market because there was too much sugar yeah, the, in it. Oh, well, I was going to say every other like artificial colouring and flavouring. A score in Ireland. Nothing could quench your thirst quite nothing. like score. Nothing. <laughs> I want a score now. Also, it was like, I want to say 25p. It was really cheap. It was so cheap. And they the always had a funky one. label. Always had a funky label. But yeah. I remember, now, it wasn't too gone in the wagon wheels, but when I think of summer camps, this is crazy. I just think of wagon wheels. I think of wagon wheels and also those inflatable running courses, you know, where you're attached to like a bungee thing and you yeah. have to run and it just pulls you back. No, I think of hard drinks. Hard drinks as well, Or yeah. do you call it a Mr. Freeze because you're from Douglas? We call it kind of both. I probably would say, oh man, can I have a Mr. Freeze? No, it's a hard drink up the north side, girls. Is it up? See, see, we did say hard drinks as well because I think my mum would have called it a hard drink. Yeah. And it's like, because she's Nari Roots. She's Nari Roots. Northside Roots. But basically, obviously not everyone knows what a ha- Mr. Freeze what, is, right? What else do they call it over here? A popsicle? No, uh, a frozen... They're just, like, they're just basically food colouring and water, really. That's they? all it is. Just frozen. But yeah. 
gorgeous and then you played the game where you'd be like what number do you get do you remember that oh yeah what was that about what was that about I don't know but Mr. Freeze just screams summer hard drinks yeah. all the way from doing our research though there yeah. are categories of summer camps yeah indeed so there's the sports summer camps sports ones there's the artsy summer camps yeah there's the um, performing arts summer camps there's also the summer camp that the Irish teacher in your secondary school used to put on because he used to get cheap rent of the school hall and the grounds <laughs> yeah. and he charged 65 quid a head and because again it was cheap every parent used to send their children to it. Literally. And it was always the Irish teacher. <laughs> We're not going to name names but you know who you are for listening. <laughs> but let's take some categories. Yeah. So and what were your sports summer camps you went to? Well I did the FAI football one and I okay, remember okay, okay. it's because as well because Samba Soccer was going on at the time and we spoke with the Samba Soccer lads before and oh. like they'd kind of try and like draw you in yeah. with the hot Brazilian lads yeah. right but I opted for the FAI Cheaper. one well I was going to say because the lads were doing it like okay. in the estate right but also the blue just suits me more you okay, know the blue colour scheme. scheme yeah so the FAI one was blue the Samba Soccer one was yellow which I think a lot of Irish kids can't really pull they off. They can't rock it, no. They can't rock a yellow, especially no. the yellow that the Samba Soccer one was giving me. Yeah. But I remember I was doing it and I was doing it with the lads in the park. And again, the lads in the park were kind of younger than me. It sounds like I was just hanging around with a load of like, people way younger than me. But um, I got there and they tried to move me up in the groups again. I remember Fuck I just started saying. having flashbacks to when I was doing the other summer camps and I was with no one I knew and I was like, oh. feck making friends. Yeah. Who, like, I don't want to do it. Like, this is a camp. For me to have a laugh with my friends, with I don't want to spend the first yeah. two days chatting to no one. Yeah. So I was like, nah. So then when they weren't looking, I ran into the other group. Well and then there was a few of the lads trying to call me back and they were like, you're here. And I was like, no. <laughs> I just ran to my other friends. Because sorry, but like... No, you have to. Life's too short to be in like a group with no one you know. I hated sports summer camps. And I accept really? the tennis one. Except the, ten- the tennis one. Because tennis one, gay. Tennis is, yeah. Yeah. But, ugh, like, I was sent in a pear shig, which is our, our local hurling club. Oh. Sure, I, I, I would have been better off <laughs> doing the camogie one, so at least I can kiki with the girlies. Like, I was allergic. Really? And they were like, you're and I'm big and tall. And I'm like, I know, but, like, I don't like running. Obviously, then, when I was in more teenage years, we did the rugby camp. I think it was sponsored by 7-Up. But then they were all freaking out one day because like the Munster team came in and they were like helping us train and stuff. Do they were uh, trying to get good press? Like all yeah, the, that's what they all the press were there. They weren't even playing with us. They were just getting pictures with us and sitting like this. Yeah. Me, oh my god, yeah, so cool. They were like, oh my god, Paul O'Connell's hair, Paul O'Connell's hair. Me, which one's he? Is Paul O'Connell rugby? Yeah, I, I don't even know that. He used to be some cap. No, he's a captain or something or some coach or something. I remember when the lads used to come in if they won like the trophy and the hurling of the football, right? You know, everyone be buzzing. They're like they're coming in, they're coming in, right? And they'd all be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get him to sign my slitter or whatever." Now I didn't even own a Harley, yeah, or a slitter. So I remember I'd have to get my mum to take me in town then to get a slitter. She'd be like, "Why are you getting a slitter for?" Now not to play with it. But because I wanted to go up to the lads, the pure sexy lads, and ask them to sign my slitter. And I go up, and I remember, I wouldn't know who any of them are, right? Dead. And I'd be trying to read them afterwards, and you know, because the signatures would be pure all over the place. And I didn't know who any of them were. But I used to love just going around with the slitter with all the names, and I used to think it was pure It's glamour. Glamour. Also, you in the back of your mind, you're like, is that going to be worth top dollar? That's what you're kind of thinking. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. I think I think a neighbour's dog took it. Also, there's also the summer camps that were run by the U clubs. Do you ever have them? No, we didn't really have any U clubs. And that's the one thing I hope there is one now these days but there needed to be because when I was in my teenage years a lot of the rough fellas were coming out of Douglas they all, there was like gangs and everything yeah 
literally. Well, there's, there's a few three gangs and five or what is 501s, was it? 501s. I now, remember I was caught drinking being, with the 501s one day. I was day. petrified of the 501s. I didn't know who was in it. But I remember just... I was kind of living in perennial fear of the 501s. What, wait, were they named after the bus or what? <laughs> Why would they call it no, the 501s? Because they were from Grange, I think, and it was the six that went to Grange. I don't know. Anyway... Why was it the 501s? I don't know. It sounds kind of glamorous. Well, we had youth clubs, obviously, in our area because, yeah. like, Northside Cork, like, get the youth off the street and all that yeah. stuff. And then they ran summer camps, but you knew you were going to, like, the youth club fund the summer camps because they called them play schemes. Oh god! They didn't call them summer camps. They well, call why couldn't it. they just call them summer camps? Oh, it's so it's so Northside though. You'd be like, I'm going to the play scheme. You going to the play scheme? We'd be shoved on the bus, shipped to the um, beach without like a lick of sun cream on us. We'd all come back burnt alive. But you'd have a skit. Really? Also, I just, was it free? Yeah. That's lovely. Or I think you had to pay like if we were getting the bus somewhere, if I had to bring the two euro or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it was re- it's really good because like especially for like. All the families around me who like were like low fa- income families, they yeah. could like send their kids to like the play scheme, but it was. No, I don't know what I have enjoyed myself for this. <laughs> Sounds like my idea. Hell, I don't know if I'd be into it. There wasn't much singing and dancing. That's the thing. There, that's when I started to thrive. Is when I actually went to the performing arts summer camps, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is what I want to do." There was also the shades. So the guards, like the police. Yeah. Those are the three names. The pigs. Uh, <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> well, my cousin's a guard, so no. Yeah, but it's fine. Anyway, our friend is Craig. Oh yeah, our friend's a shade. Not pig. We love you, Craig. <laughs> but basically, they used to <laughs> they used to like day trips with all like so all the really rough lads. Yeah. The shades used to take them on like trips. They or to scare like, them out of it, take them yeah. prison and be like, "This is what." Oh no! Happen. They used to take them to the beach for the day oh. and be like, "How we just get them off the streets?" Also, because they're probably doing nothing. Yeah, they just come on, we go to the beach. Yeah, the guys. That's the thing. They just wanted a trip to the beach, and they were bringing the youth. But yeah, I know you know all the all the rough lads in our area would always go on like unreal like trips. trips with the shades. Yeah. Oh my god! I would nearly encourage you to be a bit rough. <laughs> Do cry and get a trip to the beach. <laughs> That's the selling point. The one thing I would say is that I never done like a performing arts like summer camp like as a child, and I feel like I've been cheated. They were the best, and honestly, some of my best memories of summers gone by. Yeah. Were. From the performing arts summer camps, it used to just be the biggest buzz, right? It used to be the biggest buzz ever. Were you just like, because you were a performer, were you just like killing everything? It was just the fact that, like, you're working towards a show in two weeks, just okay. get, like nothing's dragged out. And the thing is, you're learning all the songs from the latest musicals. Okay. You kind of do whatever. Gets you ready for that, like, fast paced Hollywood exactly. lifestyle. It's getting you into it. Now, the only thing is, because it was summer and because, like, it was outside your typical, like, evening dance class scenario after school. Yeah. So, like, you know, you'd, you everyone would be having their lunch together and stuff during the day, and it was, like, you might stroll into town afterwards. We used to do it in the fucking crane. Okay. Now, the only thing is, I used to dread it a small bit because there was, like, a few of the romances, right? And I used to be allergic because I used to be like, because I was like We're here to work <laughs> Girls Stop looking at me like that No need for the shenanigans <laughs> But I remember like Being in scenarios Where like People would be trying to initiate things And it was <gasps> in the days of like Will you meet her Will you meet her oh, And I used shit. to just be frantic And I'd have to come up with an excuse And I'd be like No 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 I need to learn my lines are You know what I mean I used to be That was the only thing Because that that's less suspicious <laughs> That's less suspicious But that's like the one thing That would put me off them right Mm-hmm. But I remember then I was doing one in the School of Music, right? Now, have you ever been to the CIT School stunning, of Music? Yeah. It's stunning in there, right? And I remember, now, I felt like I was in fame when I was doing that because they had all <laughs> the rooms, the auditorium no, it's in there. Stunning. It's so gorgeous, right? 
And I remember, it was so funny, I remember for the opening number of the summer camp show that we were working towards, we were doing um, I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas. Oh, Urban. Right? Pure Urban. Pure, now, this was when Glee was in its prime. Okay. So, all the music teachers were only... Doing the Glee version of everything. They were besides themselves when they could kind of do a bit of a mashup yeah. with, with, with like a pop song and make it a bit empty. They were weak. But you know the way the song goes, it's like, I got a feeling, and then it goes... But you know the way it goes like that. Yeah. So everyone was meant to be doing that in unison. And I remember I used to think it was so... F- I don't know why this is so ingrained in my memory. But I used to do... So there, that was a group number now with every age group on stage, right? Yeah. All of us. And I used to go... <laughs> I used to do that. <laughs> and the you used to teacher, take it off. Now, you, I, the singing teacher's head used to be wrecked. He's like, no harmony on that line, right? One of the lads who was doing the musical direction for us. Yeah. And I used to do it every time. I used to have the poor boy's head oh, wrecked. No. I felt so bad now, actually, but at the same time, I remember. And I used to get one or two of the others like to start doing it. <gasps> Very funny. At the time. But that was kind of... in the end? I think, I, I think he ended up actually having to put in the line because he was like, <laughs> people keep doing the harmony line. And I was like, yeah, they do, because it sounds stunning. <laughs> Now, me thinking I know better than your man and I probably didn't even have a note in my head, really, to I'm be honest. Dead. But, like, I feel like you just went from doing, like, performing as training during the year to doing it in summer. Did you not just feel like any chance to let your hair down? I didn't want to. I ate, slept and breathed it. The most random summer camp I've ever done was through the U Club as well. They used to be getting us doing random shit, right? I'm just getting us doing an episode on summer camps. I'm actually... I love it. I love it. It kind of makes you want to enrol in a summer camp. I'd kind of want to do it. Let's create adult summer camps. Are they just called retreats? Oh, it's a retreat, isn't it? And they're pure expensive. Retreats are just glorified summer camps, they're Summer camps, aren't they? Oh my God, we just got to the bottom of retreats. That's an epiphany. Let's do a scathing expose on how retreats are just glorified summer camps. That's all they are. They're glorified Six to one, camp. half a dozen of the other girls. Anyway, the most random one I ever done was with Mehamara and Cor. Who? Mehamara. No. It, they make like boats and shit. Okay. So basically the U-Club, you send us down there and we built a Kurok, which is like a traditional Irish boat out of like sticks and shit. Yeah. And like twine and like there was other waddling ma- dope yeah shit there was, other, <laughs> there was loads of materials about. but then when what I was really loving is when we got to paint them oh gorgeous so I done like I wasn't that great at painting all blue few clouds love gorgeous. we used to go take them rowing in the river lee so I used to spend my summer like rowing in the river lee which sounds lovely but you do be rowing past people's shit because the river lee's manky in Cork but say. like it was so nice cause, no, like, save we, the lee yo save the lee and it's gorgeous yeah but it, it does need to do with a bit of a clean yeah they need to get rid of a few trolleys uh, yeah but a few trolleys <laughs> yeah but like we used to take our the corks that we made by hand it was such a wholesome summer did actually did you actually do that though what do you mean yeah i did was the was the corok nothing first to begin with and you actually yeah. made it it or was it like just you assembled No, the it was the loads of sticks, loads of twine. We didn't, Lo- babe. Sticks we and did, twine babe. and they sent a load of children out in it. We that made... sounds like insurance No, we made claims it. all over it. Look up Mehamara. How'd you spell it? Dunno. <laughs> it's Irish, I think. We were on the tube the other day, I remember there was the one tearing into the bag of crisps. Yeah. And you PJ just looked at me and he goes, Top Ocris on Dewinari. <laughs> And we were just screaming on the tube, weren't we? She was making love to those crisps. She was, she was licking the, she was licking the pack. And then I was craving a pack of crisps. I wanted afterwards. to record her and sell the footage to Walkers and goes, "That's your next advert because you're not going to find anyone else in this world who, who likes Walkers more than that girl." Forget Gary Lineker; he's getting too much airtime on this pod. <laughs> 
But she was hanged up. I was just screaming at you I saying Uckers and Dewin. I haven't heard the term Uckers and Dewin in years. But I think it's so, that's such a freak. The hunger of the world. And sometimes I do feel like the hunger of the world is on me. Oh my God, that's the direct translation. You're so yeah. right. Uckers and Dewin are on. Oh my God. Yeah. Look at you coming through with the Gaelga. What am I? What are they called? A Gaelga. Moontor. Gaelgor. A Gaelgor. Moontor Meg. <laughs> but anyway, so I built a boat with my uh, bare hands and then we used to just row it down the river lane. Now, I can't believe I've known you this long and that's the first time I'm here about this. I tried to keep my boat making activities like private. Yeah. Nautical. The nautical bits you keep. <laughs> yeah. I keep my sailoring past in the past. <laughs> so that's why we only managed to get the boat on the river. Yeah, back to my roots. Back to your roots. I love that for you. I don't think. But I've like programs like that are exciting. fucking so important, especially like. Yeah. Like in like working class areas, like like no other boys from the north side would have been able to like go down, yeah. make a boat, and roll on the river Lee unless it was for these like amazing youth clubs. Do you know what I mean? Completely, and as well, right. For those performing arts summer camps, the ones that I thought of, that I said were people like getting a taste of it who weren't your typical like um, musical theatre yeah. children or whatever. A lot of them were just like, you know, touching off it for the first time. Yeah. Like, so important for them because like parents mightn't be able to afford to like, you know, send their kids to it. Every week. Every week. And like, and as well for parents whose kids mightn't like it and they're after mm-hmm. forking out for fees at the start of a term for their child to turn around six weeks in and be like what is this get me out of it yeah. now can't see it happening because how could you not love a bit of tap <laughs> but like it was great for them because their children got to experience something completely different outside of their own like comfort levels and stuff and also like because the Irish education system is so like academically driven, right? And I don't know too much about the British one. Yeah. And I know like people might say that the Irish one's better or whatever. There might be a better mm-hmm. standard of education in Ireland. But at least in England, they do have like greater scope for like creative, like more output, art, more, more dance, art, dance. More, yeah, that's you're so true there, right? Because like. That in summer camps it is the time where Irish kids get to be creative completely and get to just like express themselves in ways that they can't in the school system that's so true actually isn't it though also that I would say now that we're talking about it I'm like summer camps if you're doing a good few of them can be quite expensive so it must be so much pressure on parents to yeah. like if, imagine me coming home to my man being like oh my god all my friends are doing this summer camp in really? June this summer camp in July and this summer camp mm-hmm. in August and me going oh girl I don't yeah. have the money for that at all oh my god yeah and you're just after finishing the school and you're thinking oh my god and then like do you have to get supplies for that summer camp and all that stuff so the, the more help like the government does to subsidise those Completely. I think the better I love that the conversation is turning this way but you're so right especially because there was four of us and I think yeah, four e like your mum had seen four e exactly. summer camps, and like I remember being like acutely aware of it, especially because those. But well, you are very guys, aware. You always were. I of was that. too aware though. But also that was so it's so lovely how like even as a young child you were like aware and appreciated all the money that it took to do things. You yeah, know but I mean? but I was like it used to keep me up at night, so like I would say I was almost too aware of it, and I don't think my mum and dad were struggling that much. I mean, we well, also class, didn't enjoy it. They weren't scraping yeah. pennies, you know what I mean? At the same time. But you're so right, like, there's such a need for, like, those outlets for children. Especially, also, just for the parents for a bit of respite. That's the thing. Do you know what I mean? We're like, joking earlier saying it is glorified babysitting. And some of them are. <laughs> them but are. if you get the right one, you're going to change your child's life. And they're going to have, like, an absolute crack. But on the ones that I used to teach at, right, that yeah. was, like, glorified, like, child mining service. Like, I used to just draw the line. If the child would come out and be like, I'm after shitting all over the gaff. I'd be like, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Do you want me to show you how to tap around it? Because that's my <laughs> job. Okay, taking it back to Camp Rock for a second. Yeah. Back to Demi and their um, fecked up knees. 
Those films yeah. glamorise summer camp so much in my head. Like, to the nth degree. Camp Rock, High School Musical, The Parent Trap even. During The Parent Trap, her and her twin were was seeing... Was a summer camp? Yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? They were doing fencing. They were staying <laughs> in a two-bed bungalow that like, I'd pay top dollar for an Airbnb. It was the accommodation that I was most shook at Log in those cabins movies. that you would shell out like so much money for. Yeah. And she just sitting in there cutting her twin's hair. And it was meant to be the isolation cabin. It's the nicest cabin I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, what else did they do in there? They had like full-blown buffets every day. Was there a Mary Kane Ashley one or did I make that up? You were saying that the other day to Was me. there a Mary Kane Ashley one where they do some kind of summer camp? Surely there was. I don't know. I don't know if this is true to life, but the American films, they just glamorised it so much. Oh, so then when I went to my scout summer camp and I was in a tent that was dripping water onto my head, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and they were giving me my wadi that was too diluted. Yeah, and they just <laughs> a big container on my wadi and we all had to go up and take turns filling it up. Why were they overdoing the water in the my wadi? Because they want to get as much of it out as possible. I know, I mean, but like, like if my wadi wasn't that expensive, I mean, was I'd it? rather just have water than... A shitty, yeah. di- a shitty cordium. When it's too dilute, it's as if someone had taken a slug of my wadi and then just dipped their tongue into water and then you have to drink it. And that's all I could think about when I was younger. <laughs> I remember the worst was if you were in school, right? And yeah. you know, you forgot your lunch. And then also, wasn't it so beautiful when the teacher, when you're in school, went, Oh, like, um, Kevin forgot their lunch. Does anyone have any lunch? Yeah. And then there'd be a few and you'd be hoping that... Like, there was one fellow who used to always bring in a slice of his man's Madeira cake. And it's gorgeous, And it was yeah. gorgeous. But isn't that so cute when the kids used to offer up bits of their lunch? But then the teacher would get you this, like, manky my wadi. I'm like, babe, more my wadi. More my wadi, You'd babe. want to nearly, like, you'd be like, can I pour it myself, miss? Side note, I remember when I found out that my wadi, or, like, Raza, wasn't, like, was called cordial. And someone, I went to this posh one's house, <laughs> and she was like, would you like some cordial? And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, do you want some cordial? And I was like... What? And she was like this. And I was like, oh, Raza. Raza. <laughs> Raza. He's, Raza is so cork, isn't it? It's like diluted, like raspberry cordial. Raspberry cordial, but you just call it Raza. It's, you get it in the pub when like your parents don't want it, because it used to be free. Fucking Raza as well. I used to, when we were first going out, like you'd go up because it was like cheaper, right? Yeah. When you were like 80, 19, I used to go vodka Raza. Vodka way Raza. Because it was cheaper than a vodka Coke. But also Raza. But also Raza. I loved it. Now, on the school drinks, right? Yeah. You know the way they used to be pumping milk into our bloodstream? We used to do the milk scheme, yeah. Milk scheme in schools, right? Surely they're not giving all the kids milk still, are they? I hope it's oats. They're not, they couldn't what be. What is happening? I'll have to ask my Anne-Marie, who loves the pod, shout out my cousin Anne-Marie. <laughs> She's a primary school teacher, I'll have to ask her. There must have been some dealings between the Board of Education, oh, the they, Catholic Church somewhere. The Catholic Church involved. was there and then some backhanded dairy farmers. There's some farmers who were definitely like making oh, money off it. they're definitely doing some backdoor dealings there. No. What was the story with it? I used to never pay for it. We did, but, but I kind of, the small cans are kind of glamour. There was something pure. It was because again, it was that it was. It's like so Americanized. Yeah. There's something very American about the little cans. the little carton of milk at lunch in the school. We only short the canteen. Why did we all get fucking little cartons of milk? That's so weird. But but there was a time. But you remember, like, if you try and think back to the ads when we were growing up, 
how much did they talk about dairy? They were literally like, "Yeah, they, you, you the parents must have lived in fear of not giving their children a glass of milk and their I used bones to have a, crumbling." I used to have a big glass of milk every evening for dinner, and it's ma- oh my god. Even, even thinking about it now, I want to get sick. But I was never that mad into milk. I remember even seeing the kids going around drinking it at lunchtime, and you'd be like, "Are you well?" No, I did love milk. Really? Yeah, but now oh. the thought I used to always get chest infections over it. <laughs> I did. I remember one time I had it once because someone hadn't drank it and I was like, obviously I was like big on wastage back then as well. But I was like, feck that I'm having the milk. And I remember feeling ill for the day because as well, so the caretaker was the one who had the job to take in all the milk. Yeah. And they'd have to take them around to the classes. So they were wrecked so they'd be lying out in the sun half the day then Sundays and you'd be drinking pure lukewarm milk. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, so over to the woman who's collect me from all of my summer camps. <laughs> it's Nula Corby's turn this week on Man Knows Best. Oh, fair juice to you, Nula Garn. Come on, babe. How to make a perfect Irish soda bread is my question today. Well, dear listener, this does bring me back to childhood memories. And soda bread was a tradition in the family and a wonderful smell around the kitchen when cooking. And the recipe here goes. 350 grams of coarse ground wholemeal flour, 125 grams of plain flour, 15 grams of wheat germ, which is optional, teaspoon of bread soda, a half teaspoon of salt, and 25 grams of bran, which is also optional, and milk. Sift the cream flour, salt, bread soda into a bowl. Mix in the whole meal, wheat germ and bran. Add enough milk to make a soft dough. Knead until the mixture comes together. Shape into an oval shape and put a cross in over the top. Place in the centre of the oven in a seven inch cake tin and bake uh, in a preheated oven 200 degrees centigrade gas mark six for approximately 40 minutes. Then when baked, the bread will have a hollow sound when tapped at the base. Cool on a wire tray, wrapped in a dry tea towel, as this makes a softer crust and enjoy. As years have gone by, 
people's tastes have differed and some need dietary requirements, etc. And there are a lot of healthier options out there for us. And I got a lovely vegan recipe from a dear friend, which is also delicious, a Guinness brown soda bread. And the ingredients for that are 450 grams of wholemeal flour, 30 grams of oats, one and a half teaspoons of bread soda, 100 grams of walnuts chopped, which is optional, 50 grams of butter, and maybe 30 if you want to make it less crummy, 400 mils of Guinness. Preheat the oven again, 200 degrees centigrade, gas mark six. Line a two pound baking tin with baking paper. Combine all ingredients except the nuts. Melt the butter. Combine the dry ingredients with the butter and the nuts and the Guinness. Bake for 45 minutes. Cool before removing from the tin. Enjoy. Bon appetit. Yummy, yummy. Obsessed. We're baking that tonight. Which one? Which one? We can do both and taste it. I love test. the sound of the Guinnessy vegan one. Yes, um, Sadie Cobb up in Dublin sent that on to my mum and she's wee. Oh my God, I love it. Uh, I'm dead. My mum, like, our, our mum's going to do a cookbook. Oh my God, cookbook for the mums. Yeah, like Nula does her recipes, your mum does her recipes. Would you believe my mum still has... You like, do your Linda's and pasta? <laughs> Sorry, go on. My mum has this, like, really, really old cookbook that's, like, battered and bruised and everything that she's been working off for years it's like a it's for baking bits that we're gonna sell and make top dollar <laughs> but like like her madeira good, recipes gorgeous. in there all the bits like her i feel like your mum's a really good baker is she she's known far and wide for her madeira i just love that that was soothing that was wasn't it and girlies that's a good use of man knows best it doesn't always have to be yeah. what do i do about this fuck boy it can be like how do you make this gorgeous soda bread because as well right if you're going out right and you're you're having soup, right? Yeah. You can have it with bread. You can have it with standard bread, right? It hits different when it's with Irish soda bread, doesn't it? It does. Some, like, really chunky veg soup, right? Oh, my God, yeah. With some really gorgeous soda bread. Now, the only thing is, I know we're not big on the dairy. I have to lob on some, like, proper dairy butter. Oh, really? No, I'll yeah. just, I'll lace it in no. flora. No, you won't be having it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm craving so many foods after craving, this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love some soup. And a wamber. And a summer camp. <laughs> Soup Wambear and Summer Camp is the name of the episode. <laughs> it is, it is. Anyway, girlies, that's it from us. We love you, girls. We will be creating our own summer camp that you can attend this I fall. I feel like we, we, we could do, couldn't we? What would it be? How to be a baddie. How to be a baddie, maybe? How to be a boss babe, baddie? How to be a boss babe, baddie? What about something to do with podcasting now? Mm, yeah, probably. We should probably play to our strengths, right? Could we tell people how to do that? No, it's kind All of like your own thing. we do is just buy thing. the microphone. It would be a very short summer camp. No, I don't know. <laughs> No, I don't mind what we do, but we bought a mic and we chat. Yeah. Now, we're brilliant. Don't give away the summer camp tips already, babe. Anyway, we have to go. Kevin's <laughs> anyway, going for dinner guys, with friends. I'm going for dinner. <laughs> so I'm mad. Me like this. Me like this ready to go. Me with the <laughs> shoes on and all ready to go to the door. Thanks so much for listening, Love girlies. Love you, girlies. Love you, lords. Bye. See you bye, soon. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.